Brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. Welcome, welcome again to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. Me for Jaja Binks. No, you're not. Don't even don't even get me started. Your name is what? Uh, Henry Volk. Henry Volk. And my name is Matthew Pinkus because I'm the one who's going to be ranting. We started the show with the Cantina music because I went to see Star Wars today. I am officially spoiler proof, people. You can't touch me now. Ironclad. Ironclad. I am spoiler proof. So, but but here's my rant. Went to see it, and they've got awesome new cantina music, and I've searched the internet for the last 20 minutes, and the internet let me down. The internet let me down. The soundtrack is available on Disney's Vivo. The whole soundtrack, that's not on it. And the internet just let me down. It's funny, you know, just people all over the internet spoiling, spoiling, just desperate to spoil. Here's my review. Here's my blog post. Here's my thing. Here's my podcast. Here's my, I can't find this doggone music. What? And and the best part is, is I find, I find, you know, J.J. Abrams on Jimmy Fallon talking about it, talking about the music. They never played it. I I saw uh, another video where they've got the guy that wrote it. Talking about it. Never played it. Seriously. People watch videos of people talking about music. Really? This this really happens? Misa thinks it's the walk of Jar Jar Binks. You might be right. <laughs> you might be <laughs> Who else right. could it be? <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to Angel Repair Juice. We, we are both officially spoiler-proof, so there is nothing you can do to touch us now. And this is the pro. This is a program where typically what we're doing is anime from a Lutheran perspective. That's the niche of all time. Uh, although I think there is another person who has come up with a niche that's even nichier than ours. It's it possibly could be um, Pastor Jordan Cooper from uh, JustinCenter.com and Justin Center Publications has started a new blog devoted to Star Wars. It's called. Um, Nostril, the nostril of Palpatine, and I think it's www.nostrilpalpatine.wordpress.com. Uh-huh. I, I believe that is the the uh, the website address. And and, and and his niche is Star Wars from a Lutheran perspective. Yeah, just the one thing. <laughs> Not I mean, science he's... fiction from a Lutheran perspective. Not science fantasy from a Lutheran perspective. Not just like say. George Lucas World or something like that from a Lutheran perspective. No, just Star Wars. Yeah. That's it. Just the one thing. Just that that's just like Actually, it should have been that. It should be a blog a, a blog that's totally devoted, you know, Palpatine's nostril from a Lutheran Lutheran perspective. Lutheran <laughs> perspective. <laughs> but I, I mean Pastor explore. Cooper <laughs> Go ahead. The inside of Pal- <laughs> the inside of Palpatine's nostril. But no, no, Pastor Cooper is really And the outside. Too- and the outside. <laughs> <laughs> was whatever constitutes an entire nostril, you know. 
But no, no, for real. Pastor Cooper is really into the Star Wars. And I remember one time on uh, one of the Justin Center programs, he was talking about moving and how he had to, like, you know, pack up all this Star Wars stuff. And it was this immense amount of Star Wars merchandise. And uh, he had to move. Memorabilia. Memorabilia, sorry. Yeah. Memorabilia. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, uh, he recently just put out a blog post about, um, I'm going to be really vague. It's about whether one of the villains from, uh, the new Star Wars movie, uh, whether that character can be identified with another character in the Star Wars universe, um, and it's worth checking out if you've seen the movie, um, just to go. Wait a minute, are you trying not to spoil the movie? I'm trying not to spoil the movie. Because you know why? Because I'm not a jerk. Because you're not a jerk. <laughs> no, spoil what, 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 it. Spoil it. You should not. Unfriend you, I will. spoil everything. Unfriend you, I will. He's the one to ruin your life. <laughs> no. But, but while, while we're talking about introducing people's blogs, I have a new blog. Um, you do? It's, in, it's entitled The Studious Saint and Sinner. Not that I'm particularly studious or anything. I just thought it sounded catchy. So you can read my little musings and thoughts at www.studiousaintandcenter at wordpress.com if you so choose. If you so choose. And here's something else that you could so choose. Let's go ahead and do our our contact info, which oh, is yes, Angel. Yes. Which is Angel. Okay, before I do this, did did we get so like blinded by Star Wars? You know, she blinded me with Star Wars. Did we get so blinded? <laughs> she blinded me you know, do, with Star do, Wars. Do you know what the irony? You know what you know what the irony behind that is, what? or what's ironic about that is the fact that William Shatner sang that song. Blinded. Oh, yeah. She blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. <laughs> I've heard it. It's, you know, we, we should like do a show where that's all we do is just like all the bump music is just William Shatner stuff. <laughs> uh, because there's plenty of it. Ever. There's plenty of it. There's plenty of it. Anyway, contact info. Um, okay. Back to what I was going to ask. Did we get blind so blinded by Star Wars this week that you know we didn't check the email account? I I am checking it as we speak. Okay, then just stay right there. Don't don't worry about you know if there was anything. I was just wondering before I bothered to tell anybody because we got to get in the <laughs> habit. We got to get in the habit of doing that. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail dot com. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail dot com. Send us an email because you know we just we like emails. I mean, as much as I like getting talking to people about the thing on Facebook. It's just, I have the same problem with um, Radical Grace Radio. It seems like email is starting to become passe, and the social media, Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that, is where people get in contact with others. But the thing is, is that winds up being short form. If you've got something that you really want to talk about, send it in an email, angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can find me, Matthew Pancake, or Henry Volk on Facebook. You can also find our Facebook group there and our Facebook page, which people are slowly liking. I don't know if that means they actually like us yet, but we'll find out. And then there is ARJ Podcast. That's the Twitter handle, okay? Did I get that right? A-R-J podcast. Yep. yep. Oh, you do yeah. that, and you can send us a thing there. I've got to get 
connected with that somehow. I'm trying to figure out how to have more than one account on my uh, on my uh, my iPad here so that I can. Oh. There's a there's an app out there. I just haven't figured out which one it is yet that lets you have multiple accounts so oh, that you okay. can like you know you you tap the button at the top on here, post on there, tap the button for another one, post you know so that you can actually control different media. I haven't figured out how that works. I would love to be able to do that. But there's our contact info. So now let's do the Anime Fyros Roundup. This week on Young Blackjack, Izawa confronts Hiaki's sensei. Still, Hiaki is dead set on continuing his life of crime. After a confrontation with the police, Hiaki comes to Izawa for medical aid. He tells Izawa that he's going to turn himself in. However, in jail, he makes an escape thanks to Izawa, who planted a robotic mechanized false eye into his eye socket. Later, Yaki, who has become an underground doctor, meets Izawa. Apparent that Izawa's fate has changed forever. Lanson Masks ends its run with the revelation that Yotaro's father, Shin, has been behind everything that has happened to him so far. Shin quickly dispatches Wajet Raja and her knights, but he quickly reveals that he's only doing so in order to fight his own son in a knight's duel. In what seems to be a cruel twist, Shin has kidnapped Makio and placed her where she can watch Yotaro fight his father. The fight begins, and although Yotaro digs deep to find the strength to vanquish his detestable father, there's something missing and he begins to lose heart. But Makio cries out to him, admitting that it was all her fault because she knew that Yotoro was Night Lancer all along, but she pretended not to know because if a hero's identity is revealed, she thinks, he vanishes. She admits that she lied because she wants him to never leave her. Yotoro is strengthened by this, but will it be enough? This week on Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans, Tekadon is attacked by a group of space pirates. During the battle, Takaki is seriously wounded, and Akihiro discovers that his long-lost brother is a mobile suit pilot for the pirates. Anti-Magic Academy continues, as last time Kiseki had asked her brother Kusanagi to kill her and free her from the cursed life she's living. He refuses, saying that today is not the day, and the day that he has to kill her himself will also be the day that he dies. Valhalla knows that she's escaped and has set orders to capture her, but soon the Academy Headmaster has caught up with the siblings and taken Kiseki back into custody. While Kusanagi is held in jail for his part in hiding his sister, Valhalla mercenaries stage a multi-pronged attack to capture Kiseki before she's returned to her cage. Word of the attacks reaches the Academy, and Kusanagi is set free to join the rest of the 35th Test Platoon as they make their way to the scene. But when Valhalla's necromancer called Haunted, appears and stabs Kusanagi through the heart. Kaseki loses control. This week on Attack on Titan Junior High. It's the season finale. Aaron decides to get his revenge on the Titans who stole his cheeseburgs. The other students help him sneak into the Titans building. The cheeseburgs have been stashed in the principal's office and Aaron has to find the key to unlock the special vault where they're being held. When it seems that Aaron and the others have succeeded, it is discovered that the secret vault is actually the Titan Principal, who is the colossal Titan. It's his lunchbox. Will Aaron be able to save his precious cheeseburgs? 
Tune into the season finale to find out. In the final episode of One Punch Man, Saitama is fighting Lord Boros, who came to Earth to find the prophesied strongest man in the universe, and Boros seems to be impervious to Saitama's punches. While the heroes continue their attempts to take down Boros's ship, the Class C heroes, led by Moomin Rider, begin a mass evacuation of what's left of the city. Lord Boros is powerful and beats Saitama all over the landscape, even punching him so hard that he winds up on the moon. However, even though Boros can regenerate himself after sustaining much damage, Saitama keeps standing up for more, and eventually the two of them face off in what must be their ultimate attacks. Will Boros defeat Saitama, the One Punch Man? Will the Class C heroes save the survivors of the attack? Will Saitama ever get back to his beloved cactus? And that was the Anime Fyro's Roundup. So, that ends up being the end, huh, Henry? The end for... uh... It is. Yeah, go ahead. This is the end. Yeah, well, you see, that means means we're... Well, there's a little bit more because... The Doors reference. Yeah, it's because there's still an episode of of One Punch Man to go, and there's still an episode of... Of yeah, the final the so the so called final episode of One Punch Man where he might get punched out finally because uh, he's already one punched this well okay he's already one one punched this one creature who's come from a faraway galaxy because he was told by a seer that there is a being far far away who will rekindle your fire and passion for destruction <laughs> and, and he's already one punched him and. He got back up. So, oh, <laughs> although, that's nice. yeah, although we don't know yet, we don't know yet how that's going to work. We don't know what that's like. You know, mm. you know, maybe he didn't really one punch him. Maybe he just sort of normal punched him. Mm. Maybe we don't know yet. <laughs> I could actually Didn't check be. right now, but I'm not going to. So that's the end of Attack on Titan Junior High. So, what, what did you think of this craziness? I. Uh, well, it's probably not the end. The end, you know, it's it's the end of the season, end of a story arc. So, you know, we'll, I'm sure it'll be back on, but it all depends on how much money it's, you know, the, the it's its own, series brought in. It's its own manga, and it's still a hot. You know, the whole, yeah, the whole property Attack on Titan is still really hot property. They have yeah, done I mean, nothing to be able to put that fire out. So. No, no, it'll be back. In fact, what are you going to do whenever what we're doing is the Anime Fyros Roundup and it's Attack on Titan Season 2? I will. I would probably, I, I mean, because we won't know, um, you know, all the shows that, that'll be out. Or we don't know now. You know, we will know then. Um, so if I could keep both Attack on Titan, Junior High, and Attack on Titan, that would be nice. But if for some reason I couldn't, I would probably just go with Attack on Titan, but we'll see. We we don't know yet. Well, the next season. What I mean is, is the next season's coming out, twenty sixteen. I think it's this in spring. So we've oh, got really? so we've got the winter season, where we'll be doing something. I, we haven't decided yet what how that's going to work. But then we'll have another roundup, and it'll be probably twenty six weeks of Attack on Titan <laughs> of Attack on Titan. I mean yeah. that wouldn't be bad at all. <laughs> 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 so 
that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, they've been they've been working on. Here's here's what I discovered about. Now you remember a while back, um, um, I was all. In fact, I am sort of really enthusiastic about this idea of Polygon Digital and them being able to make computer animation that looks like it's hand drawn. You know, there's uh, yeah, yeah. Ronya the Robber's Daughters like that. Uh, oh, I've forgotten. Um, Oh, Sidonia no yeah. Kishi. Um, yeah. I, why do I know the Japanese title but not the English title? Knights of Sidonia. There you go. <laughs> and you know they then they did a really good job with that. Well, here's what I discovered: the the, the it, for the first season of Attack on Titan, a lot of that that was that was done in there they computer generated and then hand drew over top of it. Really? Yeah. And that would be like time consuming, painful, you know? Yeah. Because that means, you know, okay, here's a computer generated. I'm going to draw over top and I'm going to make it look like. Ugh, just, ugh. And that, wow. that's, that's part of the reason why it's taken so long to get to the next, um, the next season. Wow. You know, because they're. Boy, not, I mean. Yeah. They're doing to, it. But talk, you know, as far as like the idea itself. Talk about what a good way to do things because you know, you still get the hand drawn look, but everything is going to be perfectly consistent. You know, um, I mean, talk about a labor of love, but yeah, wow. Yeah. So that's that's how they're doing it. So it's like tough. You know, it's a it's a well, I guess that they got the money to do it because <laughs> yeah. that's the main thing is labor, the time spent doing it. You know, it's not even how much the paper costs or any of that stuff. That's minor compared to. You know, having a bunch of animators there and computer screens, and probably those big uh, those big Wacom tablets. They've they've got these that are like you know up to twenty six inches big. You know, it's like a little TV set. You know, you pull it toward the wall. You got your little stylus here, and you're working to draw this stuff. <laughs> so here's a frame of computer animation. Now draw draw a cell over top of that. <sighs> you know, and then. How does it look? I don't know. Let's just keep working. That's that's time consuming. Yeah. But they get they get an awesome result though. It so. it shows. It shows. It really does. Yeah. Because that's that that would be something where you've got to make those those titans look like you know there's some real menace there because it'd be something that could be that could look really stupid in mm. motion. You know. Yeah. Because it's one thing for it to be. It's one thing for it to be hand-drawn in a manga because that's what it's been for for a long time before they released the first season of the of the anime so and it's and you know you can spend some time making a a still drawing look menacing but then whenever you actually go to try and make something move sometimes something gets lost that happens in in, in all kinds of animation a lot of the time that it takes a while to figure out okay it looks menacing but how does that menacing thing move because that can be a problem, you know. It's like it's like the problem that they had in. in you do you? I know you've seen Alien, the original Alien, right? It's. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing in its entirety. The well, okay, but you know about how the alien was supposed to move, right? One of the things that they spent a lot of time trying to figure out is H.R. Giger. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. After all this time, you'd think better designs the alien right and he's and he is if you've ever seen any of his artwork is some of the craziest stuff and but the thing is is whenever you try and take that into the 3d realm you go well see now it's got to move so they had this they actually in order to make it move right they hired a contortionist to be in that suit 
so that somebody that could sort of like stretch all over the place and make give it like something that looks human but isn't really human and then whenever he's moving he's sort of like ah i've got this crazy look and you know that's the links that sometimes you have to go to in order to make something that when it's still when it's static when it's just like a painting or a drawing looks menacing and then you try to make that move sometimes it's not that easy to do so i can imagine that you know a lot of time was spent the problem is is that any any interviews any in-depth stuff about anything anime most of it's in japanese and where people will you know labor of love take and, and translate stuff from that is actually the anime and translate that so that people can see what it is they leave that stuff lay they don't yeah. they don't translate the uh the the specials the tv specials or the interviews and things like that you can find them you can find them on youtube not a lick of translation you better know something about japanese or you're huh. not going to be able to understand what they're talking about yeah but i can imagine a lot of time was spent you know talking about how how are these things going to move what's it going to look like you know and cuz if it doesn't look right it's not going to work yeah. Uh, so <laughs> now, so now, yeah, I'm still coming down from stars. As we record this, I'm only about 90 minutes out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this reminds me. Did you see the? Did you see Bing Bang Theory this past? Was it no, Thursday? No, I did not. But I heard someone talk about it. <laughs> Wesley Crusher. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but then, like, like their reaction after the movie. Um, and granted, I know this is somewhat risque given the context of the show and this being a podcast about anime from a Lutheran perspective, but you know what? That was the reaction. <laughs> uh, it was. <laughs> I was, I was so thoroughly amazed by the new Star Wars. Um, now my mother hated it. Oh yeah? She, she hates it. For reasons I'm not going to go into, but uh, oh man, I I loved it. I now I'm not even going to go there. Just, just go see it. You see even, it. <laughs> go see it. You're not even going to go there. I'm going to go there. Just go see it. Go see it. You're not even going to put a spoiler alert and explain why it is that you're not going to go there. No, no, no. It, it's too good. It, it is such a cardinal sin to ruin this movie. Yeah, it is actually because that that whole unfriend thing. I mean, I, I actually had somebody on Facebook that was determined to. He's like, "Well, you know, I'm the kind of per- this." What gets me is that this person hasn't even seen the movie himself, right? So he's no, like, "So I'm collecting." Spo- yeah, the worst kind of spoiler. He's collecting yeah. spoilers and putting it on there, and I'm like, "You know, you're looking to get blocked, aren't you?" Yeah. And he goes, "By all means, do so." So I did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who See, here's here's a thing that I've discovered about Facebook friends. It's worse than they're not really your friends because some of them really do become, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, good friends. And then there's yeah. the one ones that you sort of know and then after a while they change their name to something completely different. And you're looking at it and you go, "I have no idea who you are. I don't know if I grew up with you." I don't know yep. if you're just somebody that friended me because of some podcast work. I don't know if you're just a random whatever. 
I have no idea who you are. So here's this guy, blah, 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 this is Star Wars and blah, and did you know and blah, and I like to know this in advance before, and no, I haven't seen it, but here's a bunch of spoilers anyway. And I'm like, you, I don't even know who you are. You're done. I blocked you. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, and I, and that's a, that's a phenomenon you don't hear about. Now, I don't, no. I don't mean the spoiling thing. I mean, somebody saying, saying, you know, they, they get on there, they friend you, and then they change their name. You have no idea who they were. Yeah. I don't even, huh. I don't ever remember accepting a friend request from, you know, somebody named this. It, it does happen. Like, I don't know why people like change their names on a whim, but you know, what's weird is that like, like my mother's the same way. She will spoil things because she can't stand the anticipation. So like, and I've only like the only thing I can ever really remember spoiling that I regretted it so bad was Bleach because I had bought the, the second and third series, and for whatever reason I decided to pop in the last disc of the third season, and oh. it, it, it ruined it. And, and as I, I was like kicking myself the entire time watching it because those first three seasons of Bleach, the writing was so good. I mean, it was full of twists Indeed. and. And, and you, I ruined it. Yeah, you managed to ruin it. It was still amazing. I mean, I, I was still, I still totally appreciated it, and I was still kind of up in knots about what was going on. But just the fact that I knew, just kind of lessened that. But but it was, and it's just I can't. I just don't want to be spoiled. You know, I just I just want to take it as it is, and that's part of it. You know, the anticipation of what might happen, what you what you think will happen. You know what yeah. will happen. It's just part of it. Yeah. See, that's what. That's why I'm always torn about the whole idea of you're you're going to binge something. It doesn't matter whether it's on on uh, like Netflix or on you or you bought it on a DVD or whatever. There's a temptation to jump to the end. There is. And, yeah. And and it's like, eh, you see that. That's why I really appreciate, um, you know, like Crunchyroll, <laughs> it's same day. Mm-hmm. You know, boom, there it yeah. is, and yeah. you know, and you have to, and you have to wait till next week yeah. to see the next episode. You, you don't have a choice, and yeah. and that's I'm I'm re- and Funimation too. Funimation has one. Um, Anime News Network's got one too. You know that you yeah. can do that, and and I love the fact that they that they do that. Okay, so Henry, here's a trick. He Henry had this idea that's anti Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> But it's but, very Christmas. But it's but it's very Christmassy it's, because this is the Christmas episode of Angel Repair Juice. Yeah, because I because there won't be a new episode next week because I will be in Germany. So, oh, see now you spoiled it. I spoiled it. I did. <laughs> okay, so it's going to be related to Pokemon, and which is anime, and which is anime. You know, so we did manage to get we did manage to talk about anime in the first half here. So now we're going to talk about anime in the second half in just a few moments. So it's going to be Pokemon, and I'm gonna and we're going to let um, the Japanese Pokerap play us out on the way there. So stick with us, and we'll be back with more Angel Repair Juice in just a few moments. Here at Indiana Comic Con, and you're listening to Angel Repair Juice. We gotta wrap some Pokemon. You just do the singing, I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. I want to be the best. 
Welcome back to Angel Repair Juice. Angel Repair Juice in the house. Yeah, it's in the house. I was in the theater earlier, so you've got to understand that this is like some weird cognitive dissonance for me. Because I sat down, you know, and Star Wars splashed across the screen, and the scroll came from the bottom of the screen, hidden toward the middle, and the people were actually applauding, and we were enjoying things, and now I'm here about to watch the Pokemon Christmas special. <laughs> Hey, don't knock it, man. This was this is precious childhood memories, man. That used you know, to torture my parents as they watched it yeah, grimacing. And now we're gonna torture the audience with it. <laughs> God for sweet death or for it to be over. <laughs> for sweet death. You know, you know no, that's no, no, almost no, no. the truth. No, you see, because... here's the thing. Now uh, that that might be the case. Um how how old are your parents at that point? Oh, man. Let's see. Roughly. Probably still in their late 30s. Okay. Late 30, maybe early there, 40s. Since, since, just for a moment, just to stay on Star Wars for a second, even though there's still an anime-related you know, thing, there was the Star Wars Christmas special. And trust I have me, that. And trust me. On, oh, well, <laughs> see, the thing is, is that's nothing special now, because it's like all, no. over, it's like oh, all, it's all over the place. internet. And the reason it's all over the internet is because George Lucas wishes it, that it wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. everywhere. And I watched about 15 minutes of it before I gave <laughs> up. Actually, here's where I gave up, because there's like multiple copies of it. Apparently, everyone in the world wanted to videotape it. Mm-hmm. When it was brand new, I don't. So everyone's videotaping this thing because videotaping machines is like a new thing in those days, and people own them. And whenever it got to the whenever it got to the commercial break, because the commercial breaks are still in there, and they had the Underoos commercial, the Star Wars Underoos commercial. I gave up. <laughs> I gave up. I was like, ah, I can't believe I watched this when I was a kid. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, so what we're going to do <laughs> after – after now, there's some cognitive dissonance for you. Yeah. I just watched, you know, the biggest mo- – I mean, you know, December release, biggest movie of all time. Audience was loving it, thrilling to it. It was, pretty, it was grooving. You know, it was awesome. It was like being 1977 again, almost. I come home, and we're going to do the Pokemon Christmas special. So <laughs> – Excuse me if I got choice words for this thing, okay? <laughs> well, that's just your opinion, that's just that is, that is just my opinion. So, 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 let's get ready to start this thing. Five, four, three, two, one. There. And this is the Christmas special. It's the Christmas special. It's Pokemon. Oh, Christmas Eve. There's... The sooner we get to bed, the sooner Santa Claus will come. Wonder what will bring this year. Oh, you see, I mentioned this before. You know, isn't it interesting that they can't even... They can hang their stockings up, but they can't even change out of their normal everyday clothes to go to bed. Again, yeah. <laughs> What do you know about Santa Claus, Pikachu? <laughs> well, I know about Santa. 
Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Hey, good night. Can I just go to bed while we're watching this? I'm just going to go uh, to sleep. No, no. Maybe you have to see at the tab. All right. It's only 12 minutes long today. Oh, boy. Matthew? No, not at the least. Rouge. See, now they're bothering Pikachu. Now, this isn't even funny. Oh, and it's just over something as nonsense as like, oh, sleeping bird. Remember, I've never seen this. I've seen Star Wars, but not this. You know, this is killing me, right? Oh, good. Oh, that would have been good. Monster eating monster. Now, what are you going to do when Santa gets there and sees you all carrying on? You know, if a giant beetle thing was like looking at me through the window, I'd be really freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Santa, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Ah, uh, now they're not in the house anymore. Now they're in the snowbank. Now they're... Ah, uh, stupid old Psyduck. <laughs> hey, they left Pikachu behind. Where'd everybody go? Oh, no. There's... There's... Something crash-landed. Hmm. Aliens. This doesn't look good. Oh, don't tell me. Um, can I make a prediction? I've never seen okay. this before. I'm afraid my The Pokemon are going to, like, strap on to the sleigh and pull the sleigh. I'd love to let it Did I get it right? But we've got important work to do tonight. Okay, you're working to the spoiler people on Facebook, okay? <laughs> you're all perfect things. But who, who thought that the reindeer were Pokemon? Okay, well, okay, now here's something I didn't predict. Is Santa, like, offering to drug them for this? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay, they're not strapping on, so I, was, I must have been wrong. I must have been wrong. They gotta go search for berries. The berries are the magical cure for the... I can understand why someone would like be praying for sweet death. That wasn't bad. When I took them to see the Pokemon movie in theaters when I was little. Oh, oh that was torturous. Somehow they got wrangled into multiple ones between me and my brothers growing up. Oh, my goodness. That was, that was really torturous for them. Your parents are very forgiving, aren't they? They're, they are saints. Uh-oh, somebody snowballing. Is that Psyduck? It's Psyduck snowballing. I only know that because you said his name earlier. Ah, uh, here comes the bunch of them. They're like out of control. They just got snowballed. 
Which one was that one? Uh, the Vulpix. Or Firepower. Okay, they still don't have the magic berries. They still don't have a solution. And there's a whole lot of children that aren't going to get... Uh, Right now, they're talking about a plan and Pokemon language. Yeah, Pokemon language, which just is basically they just keep repeating their name. That would be like yeah. me going. That would be like me talking to you. It'd be Matthew, 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 and you talking back to me, Henry, 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 Matthew, Matthew, Henry, Henry. Oh, look, they found the they found the beans. They found the beans. <laughs> they found the berries. Obviously, this is the second generation of Pokemon. If I remember in the game, that berries were a big point in the game, that you could find berries and give them to your Pokemon. They like, restore a minuscule part of their health in battle or something. Uh-huh. Like, they could hold the berries and then use them at will. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. the merchandise. You can do it. He's, he's pulling. He's pulling. He's almost there. He made it. He's such a brave little guy. I guess. He's got it. Uh oh. Yeah, uh oh, there's an avalanche. Fallen. Gonna lose the berries. Oh, well, don't save them. See? An entire language based on one's own name. What? An entire language based on one's own name. Yeah. Like, the epitome of narcissism. You found some of the berries. Oh, that's wonderful. Dear Pokemon's eating the berries. Yeah. That's right. Good Stantler. Stantler. You know that Santa only had one reindeer named Stantler? Yeah, well, this Santa does. Sounds like there's going to be a Christmas. Doing the Stantler squeal. Of course, if this was made in Japan, the idea is, you know, they don't care how many. They don't care how many reindeer there are. And on top of that, it's cheaper to animate one. Ah, gotcha. Stantler was probably like... Off, I have <laughs> Fire well, that, maybe that's what it is. Stant- Stantler is actually a is actually a Pokemon, right? Oh, Stantler is actually a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And so Santa is that slapping Santa? Uh, how, is it Santa Mon? Oh wait, no, you can't say Mon after Pokemon. Merry it's like Digimon. Christmas. You imagine Santa was a Pokemon? Santa, Santa. No, I'm waiting for the Santa to start slapping people. Slapping Santa. There you go. See, now they're staring. Now, here's the thing about it is, like, Santa's flying off with all of his gifts and stuff, and they're not even, like, going to go there with the, wait a minute, where are our gifts? Yeah. Wow. Got your name on it, Togepi. Wow. Ooh. But, but if, if Santa writes the name of the Pokemon in the packages, he technically speaking Pokeese. I guess. <laughs> I wonder what he said. 
So, yeah, like, like, how do we know if he's just saying their name or if he's actually trying to communicate something? How do we know any of this happened? Maybe they just all, like, gestalt dreamed it. <laughs> you know, they just... Oh, look, it's over. I don't know about you, Matthew, but I'm feeling really Christmas. Are you? I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the, here's, the, here's the crazy part. It's like, I was young when this was new. I'm like, because eh, yes, I was all about like Mario and skill, and like I didn't understand, to be honest with you, what the deal was with Pokemon. But then again, it wasn't put pitched at my age group anyway. You're much younger. Yeah. You're much younger than I am, and you're like all tore up about this. Well, like when I was little, I was. Now it's just kind of like, you know, this was entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> this was entertainment. <laughs> I mean, I guess this is. Proves the point that the children it doesn't take much to move children. You, know, you don't have to be too substantive. You don't even have to use the words to move children. Use, I suppose know. not. Characters, main characters. Hey, just repeat your name. Just repeat time. your name. Yeah. Or even use intelligent speech. Now you see. Now, now think about this. You know Tolkien, right? Now Tolkien, whenever he writes his stories, he goes as far as invents Elvish. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. someone did. He just did not get the memo that all he has to do is just have people repeat their names repeatedly. That's all. They, that's all they have to do. <laughs> Gimli, 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 Gimli. Legolas, Lego, 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 Legolas. <laughs> that's all. They, that's all they had to do. Spent all that time to invent Elvish, you know. It's like, no, Lego, Lego, Legolas. <laughs> Gimli, 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 Legolas, Aragorn, Aragorn, Aragorn. I'd make a great overdub. I, I, I feel like if you could dub that. Oh yeah, that would be funny. You know, the Tolkien was, you know, was like a legit linguist. Oh, I know. That was that was what he was. That's I think that was part of what he taught. Yeah. So like, um, I think. I believe this may have been the first English Bible to have been translated, uh, the first English Catholic Bible to be translated from Hebrew and Greek. It was called the Jerusalem Bible, but it, but it relied heavily on a translation of a of its French counterpart. But Tolkien actually did the translation for Jonah in that Bible. Oh yeah, and I bought it for just that reason. It's a really interesting Bible because it, instead of like using the Lord or uh, for the translations of Yahweh, it actually just uses Yahweh. Yeah. And um, but I guess Pope Benedict, uh, somewhere along the line, said it wasn't fit for liturgical use or something. There, it got to where it was kind of iffy whether you could use it during the divine service and and. Uh, I guess somehow that wasn't proper. Maybe there was. You know, there's still debates around how the divine name is supposed to be pronounced. Yeah. You know, but it, I mean, it's pretty conclusive. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a really interesting uh, part of Tolkien's history is that he actually translated the Book of Jonah in this Bible translation. So, what's that? The so Jerusalem Bible. It's uh, well here. Let me. Uh, I got it right here on the old shelf. Let me pull it out and. Uh, I don't know. I'll read maybe the first. First half of the first chapter or something. 
You just see how it reads. I mean, I, I, I would imagine, I would imagine though, they wouldn't be like significantly different. No, but but see, the the translation overall wasn't horribly literal because you have to keep in mind that it was it relied heavily upon um, uh, its French counterpart. So I mean, in a sense, it was translated from Hebrew and Greek, but it was really translated from French and kind of like compared with Hebrew and Greek. Um, so it's it's more poetic than. Well, that sounds like literal. That sounds like what happens with the King James. In some ways, yeah. You know, for people who don't remember, while well, they don't remember, people who are like all about the King James I as was being, there. being authoritative and so forth, like they do, you know, the sixteen eleven was like okay, they relied heavily upon a a earlier translation called the Bishop's Bible. <laughs> Whenever they yeah. so they said, well, let's look at the Hebrew, let's look at the Bishop's Bible and see where it looks pretty good, and let's do this, you know. So, yeah. translation-wise, yeah, it's the one everybody used in English for years and years, but it's not, you know. But that makes me but, and me a, a, a heretic. So, you know. Well, but but see, the, the thing with the the thing with the King James is, if you look at other English translations from the period, like the uh, the Catholic Douay rhymes and even the Geneva Bible. The King James is still just really archaic. Yeah, even uh, even with I mean, all it, of the um, the revisions that have gone on over the years. Yeah, it's still like heavily, you know, um, you know how is it? How is it that people put that? Uh, oh, whenever they, I mean, whenever they complain about the, you know, the the way the language is. I, I mean, I, I would say I would say archaic. Well, that's what you and I would say, but there's you've heard. I know you've heard people complain about it, and then they say, you know, they complain about the old English, or, yeah, or like that. You know, and it's like, yeah. okay, well, what about the old English? It's still English. Yeah. yeah, it's still. I mean, it's 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 amazing though that that because you have to keep in mind that that the language that in the King James was even kind of old for its time. Yeah. Um, well, it, you, we can we can still comprehend it today, which is. Uh, kind of an interesting thought experiment, I think. But, you know, it was definitely, you know, translated for liturgical use. I mean, it, it's an Anglican translation. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's made for, um, you know, it, it wasn't made. It was, it was kind of translated with, with the liturgy in mind, kind of having this very... Um, I don't even know how you describe it. It's kind of very... Uh, high, very formal, very proper, and uh, once again, thus it's kind of it was even kind of like a uh, uh, very kind of old language even for its time. But but I got this here in Jonah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's it. Uh, I can read the whole chapter. It's not that long. So uh, this is Tolkien's translation in the Jerusalem Bible. The word of Yahweh was addressed to Jonah son of Amittai, up, he said, go to Nineveh, the great city, and inform them that their wickedness has become known to me. Jonah decided to run away from Yahweh and to go to Tarshish. He went down to Joppa and found a ship bound for Tarshish. He paid his fare and went aboard to go with them to Tarshish to get away from Yahweh. Yahweh unleashed a violent wind upon the sea, and there was such a great storm at sea that the ship threatened to break up. The sailors took fright 
and each of them called on their own god. And to lighten the ship, let's see. I think I lost my place. <laughs> uh, let's see. <sighs> Figured this would happen. Took fright, and each of them called upon their own god. And to lighten the, the ship, they threw the cargo overboard. Jonah, however, had gone below and wane, wane in the hold and fallen fast asleep. The boat swain came upon him and said, What do you mean by sleeping? Get up. Call for your call on your God. Perhaps he will spare us a thought and not leave us to die. Then they said to each other, Come on, let us draw lots to find who is responsible for bringing this evil on us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell to Jonah. And that's not the entire first chapter, but you get the idea. Yeah. I take it, I take it you all know the story. So that's kind of how it reads. <laughs> And then Aragorn said to Gimli, yeah. get up. <laughs> Suddenly there's an elf. Call upon thy god, <laughs> Gimli, or be thou thrown overboard. <laughs> then Gimli said, Gimli, 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 Gimli. <laughs> Legolas, Legolas, Lego, 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 Legolas. Lego, 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 Legolas. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, That's, Angel Repair Juice listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your present. <laughs> yeah, somehow or other, they took Pokemon, the Bible, and Tolkien and like squished it together <laughs> into an episode <laughs> with some Star Wars with with some with some Star Wars that we can't even talk about, just sort of thrown in there, just like it's yeah. a spice or something. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even a yeah. mashup. It's just squished together. Let me sprinkle some it's Star like Wars on this episode. Yeah. It's like, it's like, Make it interesting. It's like taking Play-Doh, different colored Play-Doh, and trying to stick it together. You know how that works. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, I'm going to make a new color. No, I'm not. It doesn't actually mix. This is an interesting shade of brown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That should be our new tagline. Angel Repair Juice. That's an interesting <laughs> an shade of brown. <laughs> <laughs> an, an interesting shade of brown. <laughs> shades of brown. Uh, there you go. Yeah. 50 you shades go. of brown. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> oh, that was. <laughs> oh. oh man. Okay, so you've been listening to whatever this was. <laughs> this is Fifty Shades of Brown. Fifty Shades of Brown. An angel repair <laughs> for Christmas of all things. Yeah. This Fifty Shades, away Fifty from- Shades, Fifty Shades of Brown. <laughs> angel repair juice. Something, run into the something, ground. Something, yeah, run into, yeah, run into people the walk ground. away. People walk away from this episode traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> wishing for sweet death. <laughs> yeah, wishing for sweet death. No, I, I don't know whether we should name this episode "Wishing for Sweet Death" or Fifty Shades of Brown." <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Oh, Fifty Shades of Brown colon the Star Wars episode. Yeah, people, what? <laughs> no Jar Jar in sight. 
Yeah. Oh, okay, so you've been listening. To, <laughs> I'm going to try this again. You've been listening to Angel Repair Juice. <laughs> this is Henry Volk. And if you would like, yeah, this is Henry Volk. And my name's Matthew Pancake. And if you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us that, oh, that was absolutely horrible, you may do so by calling, not calling, by sending us an email at angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com. Angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com. You can look for me, Matthew Pancake, or him. <laughs> Henry Folk on Facebook, or you look for ARJ Podcast on on Twitter. Is there anything we're forgetting? Is there something uh, in the contact uh, info we're forgetting? Not, not that I can recall. Not that. Well, there's the Facebook page. There's the Facebook group. That's a closed group, by the way. Um, you know, so people can't see you being silly. Uh, they can't see us being silly. So they can hear us being silly, but. Oh, so why don't you come back now? Okay. The spoiler was that you're going to be in Germany next week, right? Mm, yeah. Okay. So that means no program next week. That's fine because what will happen is is um, we'll we'll miss doing the recap, but it doesn't matter because there's going to be sort of like a limbo week there before the new season starts anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I figured there would be. So. Yeah. So well, we're, we'll get the we'll get that last one. We will have actually made it 12 plus weeks into into doing that so there you go we actually have an achievement do we get a medal having like an achievement like they have in the games now you know (laughs) i doubt it the the medal of brown (laughs) we got a brown medal (laughs) not a gold or bronze medal a brown one you know (laughs) anyway so you so come back and listen to angel repair juice again sometime Next Merry time. Christmas and, and a happy Merry, new year. Yeah, Merry Christmas and a happy new happy new year. Thanks for listening to us. Anatado <laughs> Kutadi.